Hi and welcome to my podcast, Understanding GMOs and How They Affect Your Daily Life. My name is Sam Wasserman, a third-year chemical engineering student here at CU. I have been interested in the science of GMOs ever since learning about it briefly in the ethics of genetic engineering class I took my freshman year. Today, I'm going to explain away some of the common misconceptions about genetically engineered food and give advice on how the relevant research on GMOs can help influence your shopping decisions. The controversy surrounding genetic modification is so strong that it's even got people writing protest songs. I'm looking at the food that's in the grocery store. They say it's safe, everybody eat more. On second thought, I don't really know. It was made with those GMOs. Just say no to GM. While there are several topics surrounding GMOs that are commonly misrepresented in the media, I'm going to share three instances where significant amounts of faulty scientific evidence have been used to shine a bad light on GMOs. One such claim is that GMOs have been responsible for killing off bees, butterflies, and other insects. Even the Boulder County Commissioner's Office cited this widely disproven theory in the rationale for banning the farming of GMOs on Boulder open space, stating that Equally concerning is that most GMO seeds are pre-dipped in neonicotinoids, which have been implicated in the die-off of bees and other pollinators. The problem with this statement is that it has been completely disproven by numerous credible scientists. For instance, Dr. Christian Krupke, a professor of entomology at Purdue University, has stated that GM crops don't harm honeybees or monarch butterflies. On the contrary, they may reduce the need for the pesticides that do harm them. So, the statement completely rejects the hypothesis that GMOs are all involved in killing such insects. Additionally, five studies published in 2001 have found that monarchs aren't exposed to toxic levels of Bt pollen in the wild, which also disproves the idea that genetically engineered crops have had any roles in the death of monarch butterflies, according to an article in Popular Science. Secondly, I'd like to clear up the unsubstantiated claims that GMOs are unhealthy. For example, researchers from the University of Perugia in Italy published a review of over 1,000 GMO safety tests, 770 of which examined the health impact on humans or animals. They found no evidence that such foods are dangerous. Furthermore, the 2012 study done by researchers at the University of Caen in France that indicated that GMOs cause tumor growth in rats has since been widely discredited. The paper has henceforth been retracted from the journal where it was originally published because the GMOs studied in that experiment did not produce a statistically significant increase in tumor rates for the rats chosen for the study. Most notably, though, studies done by the World Health Organization and the American Association for the Advancement of Science both reached the same conclusion that the GMOs currently approved for market are safe. Finally, I want to mention the argument against the consumption of GMOs that has the least basis in fact. As in Jeffrey Smith's article, 10 Reasons to Avoid GMOs, he claims that all the current research on GMOs has been funded by large agricultural companies that are only producing research to support their companies making more profit. However, hundreds of independent researchers have published safety studies that conclude that GMOs are safe. And there is no evidence to support the notion that research declaring that GMOs are unsafe is attacked and suppressed. Now that I've established that GMOs are safe for human consumption, I would like to provide some tips on how you can use this information to make more informed decisions in your daily lives. First, 
you can buy produce that is grown locally to reduce your environmental footprint. Instead of simply avoiding non-GMO or conventionally grown food because you've been previously told that it is unsafe. Second, vote on policy decisions that support local farmers using a variety of approved farming methods, including but not limited to genetically engineered crops. Third, do your own research on the subject to feel confident in your decision to shift to buying cheap, locally grown food instead of expensive, organic, non-GMO products that are not actually grown sustainably.